Hi everyone, this is Kavita, Certified Empowerment Coach and Hypnotherapist, and you are listening to the Enlightened Heart Podcast. In this podcast, we explore topics to empower HSPs and empaths to go from just surviving to thriving in the world. I use my years of coaching other HSPs and empaths, my own personal experience, and my training to provide deep insights and implementable strategies to help you thrive. We also get to hear from others like us and learn from them. You know that according to Dr. Elaine Aaron, that about 15 to 20 percent of the population is an HSP, and many of those people are empaths. So, what is an HSP or a highly sensitive person, and what is an empath? So, the chances are if you are an HSP or an empath and you know about it, you're very familiar with these terms. But if you're not, if 20 percent of the population is an HSP, most likely you have one in your life. So in this episode, I am going to dive deeper into what these terms mean. What is an HSP? What is an empath? And really, what's the difference? If you want more clarity on these terms, join me as I dive deeper into understanding what they mean and how it can impact a person's life. So I want to start by saying that I found out I was an HSP or a highly sensitive person. And by the way, I am also an empath. So I first found out I was an HSP through my son. So I'm a person that is a life coach and I've always been spiritual as far back as I can remember, even in high school. And so I do not really believe in coincidences. I believe if we pay attention, those coincidences can direct us to information and next steps. So my coincidence was an email. And this email that I received described a highly sensitive child. So my son, since he was born and as a child, I noticed some things that were a little different than some of the other kids. So I had always been searching to try to raise him in the best way that I can, to be the most loving mother that I could. And, you know, I feel a huge weight of responsibility. So I received this email and a lot of the things that were described in the email applied to him. And it was an invitation to a workshop to learn how to raise highly sensitive children. So I thought, wow, okay, I've never heard of this before. And son fits these traits, so let me go to the workshop. So I attend the workshop and I sat there when they gave us some hands handouts and I read all the traits and underneath there was a statement that said that it is genetic. I raised my hand immediately and I said, does that mean that either me or my husband is a highly sensitive person? And the person running the workshop said, yes, most likely that is the case. And so I sat there and I read all the traits and I realized that I was also a highly sensitive person. And so being the person that loves to do research and to learn, as soon as I got home, I started to look up what that meant. I found Dr. Elaine Aaron's website. I bought the books. I really start to dive deeper. So I want to start with what Dr. Elaine Aaron defines as a highly sensitive person. First, that is a pretty normal trait. It's not a disorder. So I want to be really clear about that. It's a trait. And we as highly sensitive people have been designed this way. So there's 15 to 20% of the population that is designed this way. And in fact, she has found that it is something that is cross species. So I think that is fascinating. And some of the things, the way I describe it, not the way she describes it, is that it's like someone turned on the volume, like turned up the volume on your nervous system. 
Okay, and because of this, you're more aware of other subtleties, brain processes it more deeply, you're also more easily overwhelmed. Trait is not a new discovery, but it has been misunderstood because HSPs prefer to look before entering new situations. So sometimes HSPs can be called shy. And, you know, if you are an HSP, you may have been told that you're so shy. Your parents may have been told, why is your child so shy? But really, it's not shyness. The early percent of HSPs are extroverts, okay? And so it's just that it takes you time to process an environment. And so you can become overstimulated. So that's where that comes from, like, oh, that you may be shy, okay? And so in other cultures, the sensitivity is valued. So if you're listening to this and you're in a culture where sensitivity is valued, wonderful, great for you. I am not in a culture. I live in the United States where sensitivity is valued. So when we are in a culture where sensitivity is not valued, where how we are designed is not valued, this can impact our self-esteem. Okay, and when you're told things like you're too something or you're not something enough, you can see how that can impact your self-esteem over time. And so one of the things that can happen if you are sensitive, if you think your nervous system has the volume turned up, is that you can get sensory overload or overwhelm as uh, Dr. Aaron describes it. So this is when you like think about going to like a concert, right? And so you go to a concert and maybe in the beginning you're having fun and you're enjoying the music and you like being around the people and the energy. But after a while, you start to maybe feel like irritated by the sounds and you just just want to go home and be in a quiet room. So that's an indication that your nervous system and your senses are overwhelmed and overloaded. Okay, so that's actual overload. There's a different type of overwhelm that highly sensitive people can experience. And that is the emotional overwhelm. So this is when you start to worry. So this is happening in your mind. You're starting to worry about all the things you have to do. And maybe you have a list and you have all these things and you're already in a place of thinking like I have to do this, this, and this. How am I getting all this done? And then someone throws something else on your plate and you just get extremely stressed out and worried and you're not sure how you're going to do that. So that is more of an emotional overwhelm, okay? And so that is definitely something that as HSPs, we need to learn to work with. And actually both types of overwhelm, the emotional overwhelm can happen very easily. And so it's something that I teach my clients to work with. And so we will talk more about strategies in other episodes. So then that is an HSP. So what about empaths? So empaths are HSPs, but not all HSPs are empaths. Okay, so that I just want to make sure. So I'm going to now switch to Dr. Judith Orloff, who specializes in psychiatry for empaths. Okay, and so from her site, she talks about how do you know if you're an empath? And so I've pulled some of the things that she says, and I think they really describe what an empath is. So some things are like, have you been labeled as you're too sensitive, right? When someone around you like that you care about, like your friend or family member is sad, or distraught, do you start to feel it too? Do your feelings get hurt easily? When you're in a crowd, do you feel the energy of the crowd and can you feel drained? And does your nervous system go into overdrive if there's too much sound, okay? Do you like to take your own car to places so you can leave whenever you want? And then there are ways that coping, so she describes overeating. And then 
her last statement is, are you afraid of becoming engulfed by intimate relationships? So as you can probably guess from what I just said and read to you is that there's a lot of overlap between being an empath and a highly sensitive person, which is why I am choosing to teach strategies and educate you about both. Okay. And so like I said, if you're an HSP, um, you may not be an empath, but if you're an empath, you're an HSP. Okay. And so I figured out I was an empath. It's a really interesting story and you may or may not believe me, but I remember sitting, I was in a meeting and it was an online meeting and I started to feel like just some like weird, mild pain um, on my arm, right? So like near my elbow and it was just like uncomfortable, but nothing major. And I was like, oh, maybe I hit it on something, right? So that's the thought that crossed my mind. And then within a few minutes, I got a call from, this is my other son's school. And they said that your son had a small accident. He's fine, but he scraped his arm and pretty deeply, it was a pretty deep gash and he's crying and we're not able to console him and, you know, come and pick him up. So I immediately rushed to the school, picked him up, and it was a pretty deep gash, you know, right where I was feeling the pain. So that's when I started to wonder about empathy and what is being an empath. And I started doing research there. So that's actually how I found out that I was an empath. So I would love to hear from some of you. You can definitely email me, Kavitha Life Coach at gmail.com and tell me how you found out you were an HSP or empaths. I always love to hear those stories. So if you're interested in finding out more about if you're an HSP or an empath, I will, in the show notes, I will have a link to Dr. Erin's self-test. And it's not a way to diagnose, as she says, you know, it's just a self-test. And then I'll also have a link to Judith Orloff's website and how do you know if you're an empath? Okay. And so you can check those links out. And so what about some of you that are not empaths or HSPs? And you're wondering, well, how does this apply to me? And so for those of you that are HSPs and empaths, this is good for you to know as well. Okay. So one of the things that's positive about being an empath or HSP is that you are usually, you have the ability to be a deep listener. So when someone is sharing what is going on with them, you are able to listen to them at a level and in a way that they feel really heard that not everybody can do. And so that is a gift. It's a gift that you can give someone and it's a gift that you have. You also have a tendency to care deeply about what others need. You have most likely a deep sense of justice and you can be highly spiritual, highly intuitive, and really great at making deep personal connections. Okay. And so if you like some of these traits, I want to tell you if you don't have an HSP or empath in your life, you really want one. Okay. And you have to know that they will need time away and it's not personal. They need time by themselves. Even the extroverted empaths need time by themselves so they can recharge. And it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with their nervous system and how they are wired. That is the difference between an HSP and an empath. And that is just some ways that being an HSP and empath can impact your life. So we will dive deeper into the impact of being an HSP or empath. Remember, you were designed this way on purpose by divine. And if you have questions or challenges, or you want to share your story of how you found out you're an HSP or empath, you can email me at kavitalifecoach at gmail.com. I look forward to sharing more information with you and I'll see you next time. Take care. Bye. 
thank you for joining us for the Enlightened Heart Podcast. Remember, I will have all the resources I mentioned at theenlightenedheartpodcast.com. I'm your host, Kavita, and if you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe. 